You know the story of Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. All right. And in that story, the snake devil was like, eat this apple. Correct. Don't follow them rules. It's cool. Do you think the snake devil was the good guy or the bad guy in that story? Because, you know, it's supposed to be obviously the bad guy because, you know, he basically he got deceived. people kicked out. Yeah, and lied. Yeah. But to me, I feel like he was kind of a good guy. Well, this is actually an interesting question that I've thought about, not necessarily the Adam and Eve portion, but in regards to Lucifer and hell and its place in religion. So your argument for the snake being a good guy is that he exposed like how bad Adam and Eve were on the inside? No, so let me let me go into detail about yeah. this. <clears throat> so my argument is that in the story of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. God or whatever gave them uh, free will, right? Yes. But forbid them to eat from the tree of knowledge. So to me, what good is free will if you don't have the knowledge to use it? You know what I mean? Because if you have free will and you're able to do whatever you want, you're still ignorant though. You still don't know like what's out there for you. You still don't know... So, you know, you know, yeah, no, you're saying that the snake actually helped out Adam and Eve. Yes. Because he allowed them to have knowledge. Yes. Oh, I see. I've never looked at it that way. But I, I understand the argument to a point because, yeah, why would God give us free will within range? You can only do so much within free will. I mean, over the course of history, that's perceived as... A sin. That was the first sin? Yeah. That was the first... It wasn't a mortal sin? There are different types of sin. But I guess, I mean, we're free to do whatever we want now, and there's still, you know, laws. Like, we can't murder someone. I mean, we could, but we'd go to jail. That's against the law, so... Yeah, but obviously, I feel like that's on a different level, though. Uh, In what sense? So, I mean, like, imagine, like, right now, if it was illegal to get an education... Well, I mean, well, it, laws are interesting in and of themselves because laws change over time and, and can be overturned. Like um, this whole instance with uh, Amy, uh, I forget the the nomination for the Supreme Court justice. You know, with, mm-hmm. with her being a Supreme Court justice, then everyone's talking about, well, then she could overrule Roe v. Wade, which has been in state since like the 70s, yeah. which is insane to think about. This year, uh, marijuana became legalized in Illinois to an extent. So what about all the people that were, you know, for years that were charged with possession or, you know, like they can't get that time back. It's they served it. So laws are interesting. I don't know where we went with that. But uh, yeah, laws are interesting in and of themselves. But that is a a more microcosm to a more larger philosophical debate about Adam and Eve and and free will and and God's God's law. I mean, uh, generations had passed since Adam and Eve to like when god actually made his 10 commandments so like what was god's plan for us or was there one why did there become one i don't don't really know like you know me i'm not a very religious person i guess i haven't thought about it to that extent like what the whole plan was because to me like you know there the plan there was no plan you know doesn't you know you know yeah so thinking about it like let's say if these were things I, i don't know what the plan would have been what I was referencing earlier, you know, when we would take philosophy or uh, morality, theology in, in, in school, I always wondered about Lucifer's place in, in God's plan. Because, you know, heaven's supposed to be an ideal place where we go and it's euphoria or whatever. But 
you you can't go there if like you're a fundamentally bad person well so where do those bad people go okay well they go to hell they're tormented you know for all eternity but if lucifer's that like that's his job to to keep bad people punished isn't he technically inherently doing a good thing then because he's torturing those who deserve to be tortured down in hell for doing bad things and for sinning you, you know what i mean yeah like that's not so different from being an officer or you know like a, a sheriff at a county you know what i mean like you're keeping bad people where they should be theoretically speaking so isn't isn't that a good thing yeah like he's he's doing the job that will set for him yeah like uh like it was a job made for him almost like that was his purpose I remember having this argument uh, way back in uh, high school, and I brought it up uh, to ironically enough. And her rebuttal to me was something like, well, okay, well, Lucifer was kicked out of heaven, right? Mm -hmm. So he wasn't allowed in anymore. So it could be seen as, well, the devil doesn't necessarily want to be doing this. That could be his punishment. In hell for all eternity, he has to torture all of these people who wind up being kicked out from heaven like that's not what not like, like that's not what we were just talking about that's not his job but that's that's his form of punishment he's he's trapped down here away from heaven and so thus he tortures people in which case well then i don't think he would be such a yeah like is he a, is he a bad person no he's literally he's doing his time yeah have you ever watched lucifer yes uh, how's that? What's what's the depiction of Lucifer? Isn't he a good guy? Like he's the main character of the show, no? Like apparently, if from I guess I watched it a while ago. Um, from what I remember, he's like upsetty spaghetti. The fact that he's portrayed yeah. as like a, like a bad person. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's like you know like I'm doing what I'm like meant to be doing. It's a job. Like I hate that people look at me this way, but like I'm just literally like I'm just doing my job. Yeah, sympathy for the devil, Ivan. Oh, like to me, it's all fucked because like. Going back to what you're saying, like, you know, people who are fundamentally bad get punished and go to hell, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I mean, I feel like anybody can be fundamentally bad given the circumstances that they're placed in. And I feel like if you're being punished for all eternity, eternity's a long-ass time. Yeah. Having a, like, 60 or you know 80-year max time frame to be judged for all eternity seems kind of, you know. Everything's circumstantial, like... Everyone can can be fundamentally good or bad within a certain range, and that's I think that's true. Like every everyone is inherently capable of doing bad things. Bad people on on the flip side are capable of doing good things. So I don't know how this merit system works as to yeah. whether or not you're going to hell or not. Well, I mean, the way I was looking at it is like if you were born like with a silver spoon in your mouth. Yeah. Like, it's very easy for you to do good things, start up a charitable organization, go to church, do all the things you know you want to do to be a good person. And they might be like they might be altruistic, you know, they might be mm-hmm. genuinely good things you're doing, but you have the means to do those things. Let's say you're like in a very like like a bad city where there's lots of crime, and your only means of actually surviving are genuinely to like commit crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching random clips on Instagram the other day. And uh, I ended up watching Sarah Silverman. She was on some sort of podcast, mm-hmm. but it was very informative. Uh, she was talking about how she was talking about cancel culture, and um, in today's society, and how one of her best friends um, used to be a neo-Nazi, 
and obviously they would do you know, not so great things because you know it's a hate group and whatever but you know he left that life behind him but say like if he during that time in his or her life i don't remember they had tweeted something you know that was pro their hate group um and someone found that now and was like i found you do this awful thing 10 years ago and now you're canceled or whatever well at one point do we forgive a person you know for progressing 10 years later remember that whole james gunn scenario where he said awful things years ago but he's grown and changed since then people grow and change you know things change over time um he said the reason she said the reason her friend had been drawn towards the neo-nazi group is because you know as we're younger our our minds are more malleable we 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 want to go where we're accepted and, Mm -hmm. and where we feel the most love and she said her friend when they were young you know the parents just weren't a lot around and not so much that they were you know negligent but they just you know he was seeking for love he would go out he'd smoke or whatever and he was brought in he found love and acceptance and brotherhood within a hate group which was the neo-nazi group so does that make him a bad person him or her a bad person just because that's where they felt the most accepted for a while i think that's a big issue is is like what was the whole cancel culture is like you were saying like people people can change people can genuinely change people do change yeah and for to be judged on something you did years ago when you've clearly changed your views um and who you are as a person like even fundamentally like i don't know it just seems not cool yeah i it's, it's like we're not allowing people to be able to grow and change yeah and i mean i'm trying to bring it back more to theological questions well is is that fair to be able to judge someone for all eternity for their sins and crimes depending on how harsh you know their actual crimes in this life were i don't know i i mean that's a tricky question and i think it's one that you know catholics or christians have have struggled with over the years as well you know for a while there wasn't a purgatory purgatory was invented to answer like well where do babies go if if a baby dies before their uh baptism before they're baptized into the religion you're like well they had no time to be baptized to to accept jesus or whatever so where do they go they shouldn't go to hell but technically speaking because of the dogma they can't go into heaven so then they created purgatory but over time purgatory has been seen as like a weird in-between world well you're not good enough to get into heaven but you weren't so bad that you're going to hell yeah you go to you'll go to purgatory things change and even theological ideas and concepts change too so for a soul to be damned for eternity in hell seems pretty uncool to me yeah man this started off as a question about free will but i feel like we definitely deviated from that (laughs) i mean what is free will you know all all of my thoughts are mine right well technically i mean all of my thoughts are just thoughts that other people have had that I've gained and absorbed. So is it really my own thought process or am I just kind of a melting pot of other ideas that have been expressed throughout the history that I just happened to come across? You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so final question. Yeah. 
Do you think the devil was a bad guy? Is, is the devil a bad guy? Well, I hope I answered your question, Ivan, over the course of these 17 minutes. Um, I think the devil is a guy. He, <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like, there's a gray area. The devil had his own mindset of what he wanted to do, and he got punished for it. And that's just a big macro scale kind of idea, parable of you know what goes on in real life. You know, we have our own set of rules that we're confined to, and we make our own choices as to whether or not we want to follow them or not. If that makes us a bad person or not, yeah, I don't know. So like, what you're trying to get at is you think the devil's eye. <laughs> He's all right. Devil's all right. We're all right. Who's to say, Ivan? Who am I to judge the, the devil? 